0: Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes, Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory M.D. See you there. there. Hello, Fearless Freedom family. Oh, today we have Annie Goodrow on here with us and she's gonna tell you all about herself and what she is up to. Annie, take it away.
1: Hey, hello everybody. So I'm a, I would say recovering uh, workaholic. And uh, decided that in my uh, 40s that I was going to do a 180 because I was burnt out and at a crossroad where I was not happy with any dimensions of my life, whether it was, you know, prof- professional was just one of the angles, you know, emotionally and spiritually. You know, I was on running on empty and I did a 180 and uh, never looked back. So I switched to something, a career that was going to be aligned with my values. So I'm now a nutritionist, but I come from a background as an endurance athlete. So I bring in a whole bunch of different components to it because I wanted my life to be meaningful and uh, to have a purpose. So Now I practice, although I practice, I've always practiced virtually. I am based in Toronto. Not that it really matters, Um, but I love and I support women, you know, that are basically 45 plus who are neglected and feel that, you know, there's got to be a better way. So this is me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's so funny because there's so many things that we can unpack there. But (laughs) the one thing that did attract me was the endurance athlete part, for sure. And then the other part was the 45 and older piece, because of course I'm 45. So it's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be attractive (laughs) to me, right? So I'm like, hmm, 45. (laughs) Um, But, you know, definitely want to hear about the journey because it sounds like there's a lot of stuff there. So you mentioned that you went through this period where you felt like you were not living in your purpose, you were not stepping into your greatness, and you felt like The place where you were and the things that you were doing were sapping your energy, your positive energy, and essentially led you to burnout, right? I mean, this is something that we have found lately to be very ubiquitous because we're recognizing it, not because it was never always there, but we're recognizing it more. And then that recognition is leading us then to take action, which it sounds like you did. You took an action, you stepped into your greatness, and then you also stepped into a space where you can pay it forward. So tell us the story. Like, how did that happen?
1: Well, you know, I think that I spent most of my 20s and my 30s hiding in work because I had come from a lot of trauma as a child. And work, work, funny enough, was a refuge. And work was rewarding. You know, I saw, I saw the results. And I also loved the fact that I was creating something in this world. And I... um I love, my ego loved, um, you know, climbing the ladder and earning more money and, and, uh, you know, a nicer quality of life quotation mark, right? Right. And, um, uh, but in, inside I was a train wreck. I was emotionally depleted right from the get go, but I didn't realize that, right? So I used work as a way to kind of like, just like, like we would use food to, you know, soothe our emotions. I was using work, but eventually like like anything that you resist it will persist right and eventually when you know you can you can keep on pressing it down but if the more you press it down the more it wants to you know rebound
0: yes indeed. and um
1: <laughs> i was destroying relationships and i was i was uh, i was you know wrecked uh, from a soul standpoint but i thought the trigger was work i thought oh it's work right i need to go fix work and one day found myself at this crossroad, you know, my dad had passed, and I had been extremely close to him. And I'd had a disastrous relationship on a, you know, on on an emotional side. And I thought, you know what, it's time. It's time because clearly, none of this is working. And I know that there's a better way. I just know that there's a better way. So, you know, like there were, there was enough pain for me to go. I can't just resist this anymore. Got it. So it was the impetus for change. Okay.
0: And then, um, so then how did you decide what to do? Okay. So you, you, you explained that it was a powder keg. You really couldn't, you know, keep the wick not lit. (laughs) (laughs) you know, any longer. So before it exploded, but then how did you decide what to do? How did you decide what you were going to do as stepping into your purpose? Like, how did that come to you? Well, I think that I was very fortunate that
1: I had been a weekend warrior athlete, right. And I had been, um, attracted by long distance events. And I started with Okay. You got to tell
0: people. Okay. I was going to say, you got to tell us like what you mean by long distance. Cause I have spoken to people who have said, Oh yeah, let's do a little running. And I'm like, okay, but you just did like one of those like super ultra iron man races where you're like, you know, whatever, swimming for miles and running for miles and biking for miles. (laughs) So you have to define that for us. So marathons.
1: Yeah. It started with marathons and it's addictive because when you start to push yourself and to see you Oh, you know, I can do this and then I can rise up and I can, you know, um, uh, get to, uh, to meet that challenge. You want more. So I ended up migrating also to the Iron Man level. Oh, see? <laughs> becoming one of those no people. Big deal. I'm
0: just doing Iron Man. <laughs> and,
1: You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's true that it's a little bit crazy, but it was a gift in disguise because what I realized is that there was a passion for, Health and fitness and but it was not just you know i'm 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 geeky and I want to know the you know molecular structure of you know diglycerides it right. was It was interesting that somebody who had so many um uh, scars and had never been a talented kid sports wise and had been put down so much suddenly can rise to levels that people think oh my god this is crazy so i i was fascinated fascinated and intrigued by what's going on in the head what is mm-hmm. in the body that you know gets you there so i realized that and people were very curious because people were like tell me how you did this. This is impossible. You were working full time and you had a demanding job, you know, like how did you do this? And it's by processing and unpacking that process, I guess, that I realized, you know, gee, you know, I, I know a lot about this stuff and I've experienced it. And I, I, I know that everything that is, you know, my side table was filled with magazines and books that were all about mm. that. And, and I thought I got to go work in this world because I love it. I just Mm -hmm. love it. And I identified nutrition as the field that I would go listen and and, and study because it was a part where I really lacked the science and I felt that I needed to go and get, you know, deep science so that I understood what was happening so that I could complement the other parts
0: that I knew about. Wow. That's awesome. You I mean, you basically had your zone of genius kind of like coming along with you. (laughs) You didn't even really notice it. And then all of a sudden now that, you know, when everything, because you you said you surround yourself with magazines about, you know, ultra marathoning and, you know, being an endurance athlete and you, you like were consuming the content all along and, you know, that was a part of your life, you know, albeit a small chunk because you were doing it on the weekends, right? You weren't doing it. You know, you're dedicating the majority of your time to the 95 um, or maybe longer because he said that you were doing a lot of work. Um, and then it's like, oh, I could just go, I just could do a deeper dive. I could just go learn yes. more nutrition and do a deeper it's dive. It's been here all along. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great, yeah. that's a great story. Now, did you have any fear about pursuing this, about changing courses like this? Because I mean, you're changing course from what you oh, yeah. have been doing all along to something yes. completely different, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I really need to peel the layers, it from a from a a personal standpoint as to you know what had happened to me, and really moving beyond you know the pain and letting go and and truly you know like a, a good old therapy process right. where you know you acknowledge what's what's held you back and you know because it's until you you acknowledge it and you solve it it's it's always going to be there right Correct. so I, Correct. I needed to just lose that that weight right okay. and um and then it's amazing because everything started to bloom from there and you know if somebody would have said this to me 20 years ago i would have rolled my eyes and i would have been like oh please you know what a bunch of wooey <laughs> right because i'm the least soft sciences, person. Soft sciences. <laughs> totally i would have been like don't waste my time, I'm driven, I gotta get results. But, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not rejecting the path that I, that I took because it's the path that I needed to take. Right, right to, absolutely. So I think that that's, that's really important to, to be honest about. But it was a, it, I was scared shitless to mm-hmm. do this change because, mm-hmm. you know, my ego also once in a while got in the way because I was like, oh my God, here I work and to have this great network and make good money. And now I'm going to start, you know, it kind of from like the like bottom, bottom, yeah. bottom, bottom, start from scratch. <laughs> you know, and here I'm going to be a 49 year old uh, that is effectively a junior, you know, in this new field. Mm-hmm. And uh, once in a while, you know, it played tricks on me, but I will tell you that looking backwards could never be an option because I thought, I know what that's like. Mm. And I cannot imagine the next 25 years of my life um, to be that. Mm. It needs to be purposeful. It needs to have real joy, you know? And I did not know what that meant before, you know? I just thought you bought joy, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's sure. Called, like this is by a new visa. car, or buy a, right. <laughs> you buy, go shopping, go traveling. Yes. exactly you know and I still love those things but um I thought you bought joy you know Mm. I did not I did not eh, feel joy you know Mm. I didn't feel happy with the person that I was and that that was the big shift right um but you know it 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 was a beautiful gift in disguise but the fear, the fear was there throughout the program because I did it part time. You know, I couldn't okay. go back to school full time, so I did right. it at night. And I had many like big cries with friends. You know, saying, "Oh my God, I can't stand this anymore." Um, mm. You know, because anything that is worthwhile is going to be like that. But I'll tell you that the endurance athlete in me was like, if I can endure a friggin' marathon at thirty-five degree you know, Hello. Celsius. <laughs> I can't survive this. Hello. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: so. That's for certain. You know, that is for certain. Yeah.
1: It, it was helpful. <laughs> it was very helpful.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I have to like say that, you know, so I call myself a runner. <laughs> but, but, um, in actuality, what actually happened was I wasn't a quote unquote runner. I was more like a pusher of strollers (laughs) in races. So I would walk some and I would jog some (laughs) and I'd run some, but you know, it was just getting out there and doing the thing, which is the whole point. Right. I mean, you want to just do something that gets your gets your blood flowing, gets you out there, gets you active. And you know, so I have a very hearty respect for true runners like yourself because for me, it was so hard to do three miles, like so hard. And Mm -hmm. I understand the mental toughness that it takes to do, what is it? 26.5? 26.2. 26.2. It takes a huge mental toughness to do 26.2 and, you know, even more so for the ultra marathons, you know? And so I get it. You know, so you're right. You could do hard things. <laughs> so, yes. You know, so it's like you're, that moment when you're like, wait, I'm 49 years old. I'm a student again. Like, seriously, I am starting at the apprentice level. Like I am literally at ground zero. Um, but wait, I run marathons. <laughs> yes. Thank God I've got something to hang my hat on. You know, and the other part I will tell
1: you is that I that I discovered a little bit later on, is that you're not starting from zero again because so many of your skills from your past are transferable literally, they are right? How to network, how to sell, how to mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, like I was able to jump and make presentations in front of groups right away, right? I could put a PowerPoint together that actually did not bore people to tears because I had learned this skill before. Right. So Mm -hmm. I was not starting from zero. That's when I kind of went, Oh, I don't think it's going to be as bad as I thought it's going (laughs) to be (laughs) because I really, you know, like really leapfrogged a lot of the steps that people have because if I look at the people who graduated at the same time as me, you know, like there's a massive difference and this is not to boast me and to say I'm so special. I just have the benefit of a lot of years of experience, having done it before, right? Launching a business and like still, um, not worrying too much about being in my discomfort zone because I had to in the past, right? And I was like, this is the only way to get this company going. I just got to push through, right?
0: No, that's great. That's great. I mean, and that's good people to hear too because you know they're going to be there's a, a wide range that are listening to this program. Program, podcast. Um, (laughs) There's a wide range. But in general, you know, we all are in different stages. So we may be at the beginning of thinking about entrepreneurial pursuits, we may be at the middle point where we've been in it and we're just looking for, you know, ways to reinvent ourselves or ways to pivot. You know, maybe our business was a a um, in-person type situation. And now with everything happening, we have to figure out how can we deliver the same greatness via virtual, you know, means, you know, whatever it is, or maybe you haven't even ever thought about business. You maybe just, you're currently thinking about how can you optimize what you're doing in your career? doesn't matter. But it's like, you know, the, the key things that you mentioned is that, yes, there is fear. And yes, you have to be in your, in, to be actually step into your greatness and to actually be in your zone of genius, you have to be uncomfortable. Like it's not going to, you're not going to get there from being comfortable. And so I, t- I say this all the time. So I'm super happy that you say you're also saying this because, you know, it kind of gives some validity to what I've been preaching. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> it's not and a whole know, bunch I- of
1: hooey. <laughs> No, and I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere with people who are achieving interesting things and are, are you know, breaking new levels, whether it's, it's, it's personally or professionally, you know, they are all doing this. The problem is that as we look towards others, most of us, we just see the superficiality of it, you know, oh, well, look at him, so successful, <laughs> you know, and look at them. You know, they have all these things. We are not willing, if you're not willing to put the, the work, you will not get there. And it's, it's massively cliched, but it's why we, you know, we are at the level of our results at which, you know, this coach of mine had said to me, you're only going to be as good as you're willing to put yourself out there. Absolutely. And, at the, time, and then at the time, I was like, what are you talking about? But, uh, <laughs> what am
0: I paying you for? <laughs>
1: And then I feel over the years, I finally understood what he truly meant. You know, like really, oh, I see Mm -hmm. now. I see, you know, I'm not willing to take risks. Well, too bad. You know, it's not going to happen.
0: Right, right. No, it's so true. So true. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. Wow. That is so cool. And then um, you, you alluded a lot to your business, but you didn't share what your business is. My new business? Yes. You got to share yes. that. That's what you, You're on here to promote yourself, lady. <laughs> so
1: when I was in school as a, uh, to become a nutritionist, I thought, you know, there are, this is a big, big field, right? What the heck am I going to do? And I had the benefit of having done marketing and design before. So I knew I had to pick a niche where I would be able to, you know, make a difference. And I started to look around and I thought, what are the markets that are not really what, being well served? In our society, we're so obsessed with youth. Yes, we, we are. We are.
0: I don't know why. So obsessed
1: but we are. with youth. This. And I thought that's not, you know, there's obviously some needs there as a, from a health, health and wellness standpoint, but I thought the wheels start to fall off in our mid forties. If, if there are going to be some issues with our health, they start manifesting them and they start manifesting. I always say, you know, first you get a little tap and then you can ignore that. And then it's a bit of a slap, right? And then, and then it's a little bit of a bump. Mm -hmm. And then you go, one day you go, wow, why is this hurting me so much like this? Because (laughs) you've been ignoring it. And I thought there is, I believe, an underserved market with women specifically, because they're the ones who are often juggling, you know, dualities of home front, work front. Mm -hmm. And nowadays we also have, you know, a a triple reality with elderly parents, often some support. So sandwich generation as they yeah. call it, but the burden falls a lot more on women and women are paying the price from a from a health standpoint. So I thought mm-hmm. I'm becoming a middle-aged woman myself. I can relate to them. And not that I've had, you know, like I don't have children myself, but I have enough living to know what it's like to be juggling and to start having issues. So I now serve exclusively the needs of middle-aged women and from everything from, you know, weight loss to getting your energy back. So many women come and they say, Oh my God, Annie, you know, I just, my batteries are empty. And a lot of my work is about framing, you know, uh, systems so that people, you know, get their energy back, get their mojo back to live the life that they want.
0: No, that's awesome. And so what's the title of it? It's called name? Vive.
1: Okay. Yes. And it's a bit of a play on word because in French, there's this thing called joie de Vivre, which mm-hmm. is all about, you know, like the enjoyment of life. So it was a
0: bit of a play on word with that. So it's Vive, V-E-E-V. That's it. Oh, awesome. And then how can people reach out to you? So like, say someone's listening, who's like in our age category. <laughs> I hope that and you they're, have in- some- they're interested. Like how can yes. they reach you?
1: You got to yeah. let them know that. <laughs> Well, you know what? The easiest thing is just to go to the website, vive.ca. Okay. So veev.ca. And I have a great free gift there right now. Um, I've developed a guide to help people right now, um, this current situation to thrive. So really great strategies to stay healthy. So you can download that and then you'll see
0: all my information. I have lots of stuff there. Awesome. 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 Cause I know people are going to be, you know, it's great that you, you said that and you spelled it out too. I was, I'm grateful you did that because oftentimes people listen to a podcast and they may be on the treadmill or they may be, you know, out and about and don't have you know access to the show notes. So thank you for making that clear. So appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So you took us on a really great journey. You took us from you know being in a place where you thought everything was fantastic, and you were actually masking some things that you had to unpack from previous previous life, and then you came to that point where things were about to explode, but then you were able to recognize it, and then step into your true purpose or your secondary purpose. Maybe that first purpose was, was, was present. And then, you know, now this is now your, your purpose for this time in your, in your life. And now you're also able to pay forward to a segment of the population that really needs your assistance, right? Because they, we are often neglected, you know, they talk about that invisible woman syndrome, you know, we get into our forties and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know you're not, you're not seen as, you know, a cute little person or, you know, you're not seen as the young mind that just came out of training or whatever it is, but you're now not really seen.
1: Yeah, so. I'm definitely on a, on a path to debunk all these myths of aging to show that, you know, there is so much more than we thought was possible, right? But that the media has told us, you know, oh, yes. and, and even the health community has, not promoted, has never promoted older age as an age of empowerment. It's been, oh, poor you, you're getting older. You know, like the messages are all screwed up. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm on a mission to change that perception and to empower women to, you know, to say no to that and say,
0: oh yeah, I want, I want that big life. No, I'm, I'm with you. Particularly since I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're so I young. mean, let's just put it this way. Let's, I mean, I, I never, like, I have no problem speaking to my age because I honestly feel like every single year that I'm gifted on the planet is, is a great, great thing, right? Because we're not guaranteed, obviously. <laughs> we're gonna like wake up and, and be able to take a breath. We're just not guaranteed. That's right. So I am grateful for every birthday. I don't shy away from it. I don't not say, oh my gosh, I'm 40 something. Nope, I say the age I am. Unless of course it is, my birthday has just happened. My birthday happens at the beginning of the year. Sometimes what will happen is I will forget that I had a birthday and I will keep saying the previous year. So I've, that has happened, I must admit. I'm just full That's disclosure. Right. But in general, I will say the accurate age. Um, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it is something that, you know, we even, we even had this discussion recently, a couple of colleagues of mine, because um, uh, several of us basically got started our careers right around the same time. And so we're all kind of in our, you know, mid 40s, to upper 40s. And, you know, we've noticed that it, it is there is an invisibility that does occur when you first come in. And for us, you know, we're coming a little bit later to our careers because we have to go through all of the schooling and additional training. And so, um, you know, we come into the career and, you know, we are, people are looking to us. They're like, oh, I want to help to mentor you or I want to, you know, see if this is something that you'd be interested in doing and you get a lot of attention. And then if you are fortunate enough to find your niche and settle into that niche and really explode, you know, within that niche, then great. But not everybody does. And so if you don't, what ends up happening is you just kind of flounder and, you know, then years go by, 10 years into the thing, then, you know, you're in your 40s and mm-hmm. you are invisible. Nobody's yeah. asking you to be on committees. Nobody's asking you to do anything. Nobody's asking you to become their mentee, blah, blah, blah. And so we were just talking about that and it was this kind of like, I was like, oh, wow, that's um. That's interesting. Like I hadn't thought about it, um, but it's something that's real, and it it definitely stems a lot around our societal view of aging, right? Oh yeah. And in particularly women who age. Oh yeah. Because that's you know the they, worst. that it's, it's it's like well what's wrong with it? <laughs> it's like you know you get these comments like it was like what I don't understand why you're making that comment like you know. Yes, you can be forty-five years old and do a top jump. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, if you, if are, you, are you going to break something if you do a top jump? No, you're not. You're not going to break anything.
1: I cannot tell you the number of times I've been told, "Are you sure you should still be running?" You know, you know, it's not good for the knees. And I go, "You bring me the science paper that shows that that is not like from 1942." You know, something right, right. that is recent and that is a, a properly based study because i will tell you it doesn't exist it's the opposite you know weight-bearing, weight-bearing exercises, exercises excellent mm-hmm. for women even more so than men like stop it but like i've been i've been asked that so many times it makes me crazy
0: it's, yeah it's, it's definitely re education yeah it's very and so it looks like it's happening in canada too huh <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and I would say that in North America, you know, where we've been so
1: youth obsessed, it's probably the worst. Um, not that long ago, uh, not that I'm into fashion, but British Vogue had, um, Helen Mirren. Okay. On its cover and mm-hmm. never been, you know, like, and I, you know, I commented on Twitter and said, you would never see this from Vogue USA to mm. put a 70 plus woman on the cover of its flagship, you know, fashion magazine. You know, I think that in Europe they are definitely further ahead mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, like like seeing that women can be powerful whether whether it's you know politics or government. And mm-hmm. the examples are here in North America. We have extremely powerful women that are entrepreneurs or but they are or- highlighted they, you know, they lead uh, NGOs, Mm -hmm. and they are thought leaders, they're poets, you know, and they are thriving even more as they are getting older, Mm -hmm. but they're not getting the spotlight exactly. But the facts are there, you know, but we're just not, we're just, oh, happily focusing on a different, on a different thing. But the facts are there, you know, there are a lot of examples. No, absolutely. Across all disciplines, athletics included, which is Know, super exciting for me oh yes indeed
0: <laughs> indeed indeed i mean i i, I mean i get it that there are definitely some um so running is great because you can literally run forever right i mean you can yes. be 100 years old running um i wouldn't say pick up running when you're 100 years old but no. but yes if you've been running all along <laughs> and you're at 100 and you want to run that's fantastic yes. Yes. um there are some that are limiting though the ones that are more um horrible as far as like intensity on your body like you know for example the tennis players i mean they they peak you know what 30s 30s is like considered old for a tennis player yeah so and then of course if you're doing like softball you know your arm if you're a pitcher so barring those things doing the things that most of us can do um yeah you have no limits there are no limits you can definitely do it no matter what
1: Absolutely. If you ever want to be inspired, I I suggest that anybody's listening to your podcast um, <clears throat> downloads. There's a something called the seniors um, uh, athletic uh, competitions. Okay. And you will see people. 70s is young for them. Right? Oh, good. It, <laughs> it's people that are in the 80s and 90s doing athleticism, right? Uh, they swim all kinds of different disciplines. It's incredibly inspiring. That is inspiring. And those are the people I wish that we saw more, you know, featured. Right. Because, you know, it's a little bit like if you've never seen a female president, you never think that you could become a president, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, it's the same thing. If you don't see people in their 80s and 90s competing and still being extremely, you know, athletic you don't think that it's possible instead it's all these images of people with canes and you know right right whatever those yeah. things are called that they yeah, push the walkers right? the like, walkers walkers thank <laughs> yeah. you right this is what we depict <laughs> yes. as opposed to no possibilities so a lot yeah, of that yeah
0: you're you're right there's a lot of um there's a lot of what the media impacts like there's a lot of impact from the media because you know it's funny because i'm i'm kind of chuckling a little bit because i love old people because <laughs> i like when i i work at night and so in the emergency department at night what happens is we get a, a lot of our elders come in right so i see the nonagenarians the you know the octogenarians i've see some of our centurions come through and wow. it is You know, I just love them because they have the best stories. I mean, of course, there's some that are not able to speak because of their dementia, but in general, most of them are able to tell the story about how they met their sweetie, or you know, like how they survived, you know, whatever trial, or you know. So it's just really great to hear the stories, and you know, it just dawned on me that I'm only seeing the ones that are having an issue. Yes, and I'm not seeing no, and so there are a lot of seniors who are not, they're living their best life. They're not having an issue. So, but that's not what's depicted on television or in magazines, you know, unless you get like AARP magazine, but I mean, that's one magazine. Um, But in general, that's not what's depicted. And so it is, it it kind of molds our concept as a society that, you know, getting old is bad instead of it being a good thing, a blessing, you know, to be, to have years under you. Um, is a blessing to have the it, ability to, to be mobile during those years. Is a blessing getting out there, taking a walk. You know, you know, listening to your favorite music, gardening. My mom loves to garden. You know, doing all that stuff. It's great. You know, it is. I, and you know, I will tell you that I, every time that I talk about age
1: with my clients, I always, I always tell them there is not enough teen China for me to go back ten years or twenty years or thirty years. I love being, I'm going to be uh, 52 July. I love my age. I love where I am. I love my scars, but I'm a far happier person now than ever. And I can see how I can even achieve more, right? More greatness, more joy. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, am I going to have a faster time in a marathon? It's, It's not, it's not, you know, with that construct, it's about, can I have a bigger, fuller life? And I would have never had that mindset at thirty.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you probably also now that I'm using oh, yeah. this purpose.
1: I absolutely.
0: Know. And the other thing too is that what I found with the forties is that you actually don't care. <laughs> yes. Stop. And like you care caring what other people think. Fifties. It's the oh, best. Man. <laughs> it's liberating. <laughs> So liberating. Oh my. Yeah, that's actually a great word to describe it. Oh my gosh. It's so fun. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Annie. It's been really awesome. And then- Thank you are having me. Oh no, definitely our pleasure. And so, you know, we have a tradition here and it is the fill in the blanks. Are you ready? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm right. ready. One okay, question at a time. Don't yes, overwhelm Yes, one question me. at a
0: time. One question at a <laughs> okay. time. Okay. All right, so the first one is, if I am fearless, I will? Do everything that I want to do. Love it. Love it. All right. And then the next one is, to me, fearless freedom means? Being a happy woman. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then last but not least, my battle cry is? I think being the best that I can be. Awesome. Always. Every day. Awesome. Love it. Love it. And then just in case um, those who are listening need a re- a refresh on how to reach you. Can we um, restate that again? Absolutely. So, so
1: just go to my website, grab that free gift. So it's vive.ca. So that's V as in Victor, E-E-V.ca. Awesome. Fabulous. And I'd like to hear from anybody. I l- always love connecting with audiences. So please don't shy away and connect with me.
0: Yes. Sounds good. Yes. fearless freedom tribe. Definitely connect. Cause you know, I know a bunch of you guys are in our age category. <laughs> <laughs> Proud don't pretend like you're not cause you are. Um, okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> awesome. Thank you again. No problem.